<laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Immediate <laughs> technical problems. It wouldn't be a show if it wasn't that. You're apparently super quiet. You're super quiet. Whoa, that's my head. That's a big forehead. Whoa. <laughs> By the way, uh, we, we sell uh, advertising space on Will's forehead. Yes. <laughs> we did have Iron Brew here, but they didn't want to sponsor us. So. How about now? Yeah. This should be better, right? There you can definitely hear me, apparently. Yeah, no. It, uh, with with updates of things, apparently my uh my mics and stuff have been messing about. But now we go. Now we go. <laughs> Femfox, I will buy that space. Okay, what Femfox right there? Your your remote right there. James is fixing this stuff. Welcome everyone to the live services. Won't play themselves. I am Lord Teammaker, aka Will McKellar. Joining me, as always, it is the Huggleman. Hello! And Mr. Technical himself, with all the awesomely hard work that he did right up there, it's James Atkinson. Hi. Um, I had today off, if you couldn't guess, because that's what two and a half hours of work looks like. Uh, is everybody, hopefully, everybody enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed mm -hmm. making it. What is it's just now we have we have to just just raise the professionalism of the rest of the show. I mean that looked awesome. Whereas this is like, just, yeah, yeah, you just say some stuff, lad. <laughs> so, <laughs> the best part is is for for the one the people who are actually listening to the audio version of this, huh? I'm looking at you, TM Pollen Twenty. Come on, I'm looking at you. You won't know. No, you'll you'll never know. There we go. I'm I'm I can I'm gonna live with this. I'm going to live with this. Is everybody else okay with this? Because I am. I'm Good fine enough. with that. It's fine. It works. So, yes. Yeah, so, what we're going to talk about tonight, we've got one big thing of news itemy stuff. We've got what we've been playing, some shout-outs to you lot. We're going to talk a little bit maybe about Game Blast next weekend. Because we're going to be doing something a little different next week for the podcast. So, yeah. And so, that's generally it. So, ooh, shall we Shall we get going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure. All right, so the big piece of news bit I picked up this week. I mean, we could have said about the the, the Spyro trilogy maybe coming this year. We could have said that. Um, so yeah, but the video game mm -hmm. industry's loot box problem isn't going away, says Eurogamer, because you've got lawmakers in Hawaii have reduced introduced four bills in a bid to regulate the sale of video games that include loot boxes, which to me actually actually pushing towards a good thing really because it's gonna wake up the industry to actually start regulating this sort of shit mm -hmm. and maybe that first step towards we you know bringing them back a bit from paid games uh so yeah so uh you, you've we already discussed the hawaiian politician chris lee who was saying about them it's like if it's a Star Wars themed online casino designed to you know designed to lure kids into spending money. Yeah, we already know about that. So yeah, so they've said about four different legislative pieces coming in. Uh, looks like the, the parts of the states are going to try and get two more in as well. Yeah. So 
And also you've got a, a US senator has called on the country's video game ratings board to examine loot box practices as well. Yes. So that's Senator Maggie Hassan wrote to Patricia Vance, president of the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, to ask her to re-examine how games and loot boxes are rated. So while they're not getting rid of them or wanting to get rid of them via legislation, they are saying, now hang on a minute, this isn't good. Yeah, you're, you're pushing a potential gambling bit on for kids here and that ain't wrong, which is something that we can all agree on is, is bullshit. With your support, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's because it, it leads me on to other bits. Like this week, Sea of Thieves was announced that three months after launch, they're going to have microtransactions on. And more reports have been coming out for our memos and our shareholder meetings from EA and Ubisoft that games are no longer being classified as games. They're being called live services, which Jim Stellan took great pleasure in ripping the piss out of and ripping into. And yeah, I, it really got my gander up. And it's like this week when I saw the CFE's part, I, I posted on Twitter. It's like, that's the second game that I will not be buying this year because of microtransactions in a paid game. And, you know, we had a bit of backwards of back and forth between a couple of friends of ours. And, one of, one of the interesting questions was, yeah, but it's, uh, if it's on Game Pass, would you buy it then? And the answer is still no, because one, I don't have Game Pass. And for someone like me who's had the Xbox now for a couple of years, it's not a viable option yet because of, even though their first-person games are coming out onto it first, or day one as well as the normal general release, all the other games that are on there that I probably want, I've already gone. So it'd be just a an extra waste of a monthly fee for now. But I, it, it kind of annoyed me, this, because, you know, the difference between a loot box and microtransactions, to me, is that one, you know what you're getting from that paid bit, and the other you don't. It's a gamble, but you're still getting, you're still having to pay extra money on a game you've already paid for. And people, and something that Jim, Jim Sterling said is like, we, when... The Sea of Thieves announcement was come out and they said, don't worry, we're not going to put loot boxes in it. Everybody cheered. But we seem to have lowered the acceptable bar now for this. Uh, where we now uh, sort of almost let, you know, AAA companies, publishers that get away with this, get away with having microtransactions in paid games. Whereas just moving it to one side and having DLC of this sort of stuff if they really have to. And he, him, he said he was going to, you know, sort of wait and see approach with Sea of Thieves to see how they handle the microtransactions. To me, I disagree on that. I think they should fuck it up and leave them out of games that you're paying for. If they want to have them in, put it free to play. Make them free. Do nothing else. <clears throat> should we talk about the CD Projekt Red response to this? Yeah. Did, did, did you're you... a bit low now, mate. All right. Uh... <laughs> I'm a bit low now. No, I, sh I. Well, I can't hear you at all. <laughs> ah, okay, I got. <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah, because it's a thing he says. Colby says I'm not necessarily condoning, but can they simply raise the standard cost of a AAA game to say sixty-five dollars instead of fifty-nine ninety-nine and include everything available to them? See, this is the thing. This is the 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 
uh, response to the cosmetics part of this. Better or worse? If they if they're cosmetics and they shouldn't really do add anything to the game, then why aren't they part of the game in the first place? Why do you have to suddenly go? Oh, have an extra two dollars here, extra two dollars here, extra two dollars here, extra two dollars here for this. Why can't it be part of the game in the fucking first place? Mm. And yeah, they could <clears throat> potentially raise it up by a few more dollars. But but can I be here right now? Can you, you know, hear me? EA has come out and said to their shareholders that if they didn't have microtransactions slash loot boxes in Battlefront 2, it wouldn't cost it wouldn't be a damn difference. Make a difference they would still make the same amount of money mm-hmm. to where they wanted to hit targets for if they had been put in them. And it's just like, yeah, that that's that's their shareholders wanting money. That's them pushing for it. And I kind of agree with what Buggy2988 said on there. He said, you know, if you cannot make money making games in the games industry, you shouldn't be making games. Which is a very... I do like that response because, you know, you should be able to. I mean, it's not as if in the presence we didn't have $80 games or £60 games before in the past. The, the Neo Geo... Look at the cost of those games when they were out, and they were early nineties. You know, so there's not a present. You know, if the game really, really wants to be up at that price, then fine. But don't give me the bullshit of we need extra money for it when they already know they can make money out of games like that way already. Right. That's better, mate. You're much louder. Yes. There we go. Yes, I have. I have found the sweet spot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I have found it. For I am back. So- and my voice may now be heard. So, uh, so my take on on loot boxes are: I don't care if they exist in a game, so long as they're not required. And I don't care if, like, if it's cosmetic stuff. Um, I mean, that's how League of Legends does it. But they need to take it into the form that uh, Overwatch. Overwatch, I think, is the only group who's actually done loot boxes. Kind of cur- well, Blizzard, I should say who did the loot boxes correctly, which is everything in there is unlockable over time. Um, none of the boxes you get, you have to pay for, and you can get everything for free after you've bought... The, I mean, it's a one-time buy of the game, but all the content in there is unlockable just by playing. Yeah. So, like, you can pay to unlock it faster. That's really what that boils down to. And they're like, I think it's what, like, three bucks for uh, a box that drops five items for uh, Overwatch. That, audio feedback that aren't something like that. There's some audio feedback on who from me. Is it from me? Is it from me? Because we're only going through Discord, so if it's anything, it's through Discord. Maybe my mic is just picking up too much information. Let's turn that down a bit. Better or worse? You decide. And sometimes I talk so loud, and I Chris talks so loud. That's what it is. I talk so loud, and Chris talks so loud that it goes through Will's headset into his mic because he's got that thing going. We know. Uh, let me Let me make adjustments. It's a learning experience tonight. <laughs> really is, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's just that you guys are telling, saying all this, making sure that I don't get to talk. 
Don't don't let James rage. Just keep making no. him fix technical problems, so then that way he won't have to discuss anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, it, might be, it, might be, it might be. It might be. Should, my mic should be better now. I Though I can still hear it, much but it's, appreciate. But it should be better. I'm not. I shouldn't sound like I'm screaming in everybody's ear. How's that? I've turned mine down a bit as well. Okay, there we go. Uh, I'm trying to make that thing that Chris is having me do work. <laughs> Don't worry. Yes. There's there's a whole nother thing that I'm working on. See that's that, see again. It's things like they used to be sixty pounds. Like some of them used to be hundred pounds. It's like yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's like wow. Um, but yeah, no. It, it's just it's just I me mean, after this still have bullshit, and they still and we're letting them away with it. Don't, don't, don't you guys also remember the time when there was thing? There's, you know, microtransactions when it was fine with DLC. You know, you could get extra bits of your game and that would be fine. I mean, it's just... Oh, it, I shouldn't be this annoyed by it, but I am because I'm so passionate about it. I want to enjoy these games. But if they're putting these stuff in here to try and draw money out of me when they've already had my money, it's bullshit. It's fucking. This is. So yeah. So yeah. So chat. Do you agree with me? Am I? Am I? Am I being too reactive here? Am I? Or I, am I not being reactive enough? There we go. Because it. Yeah. The, the um, game. The thing. Heck. I used to play games on floppy disks. Thirty dollars. Says Bell and says, "Well, the games industry has always done a bit of bait and switch." So, so. Uh, how come you can say? Well, uh, to, to, to put into perspective for you, uh, FemFox, they've always cost the same amount, basically, but the difference is that um, the margin for profit has changed uh, over time. So while they, while they cost so much more to make, they also have um, a different uh, profit margin. So like back when games were the same, but they were cheaper to make, they also had a smaller audience to cater to, and the sales were a little more important, but also were more impactful. So, like, if they sold 100,000 copies of a game, that'd be an enormous benefit to the company. But then things have gotten so scaled that uh, each sale of a copy is worth less to the company, but still they need to make up for... Uh, how much more it is there's also that could be talked about too is that they have the direct to digital now which means most people who buy the uh, the platform is digital and paying the same price as somebody who buys a disc you're not having the production of the disc the production of the artwork the shipping it to the distributor then shipping it from the distributor to the store that's actually doing that they're making up those costs and then you're looking at the, the, the cost from stores themselves because you know the stores themselves the, the companies, they normally take 40% of the sale for them. Most uh, digital distributors take between 30 and 40% as well. Which is true, <laughs> but there's no again, there's no distribution overhead. There's no, there's yeah. no middle shipping. There's no shipping middlehead. There's just, here's all these keys. Okay, we have this list of keys now that we can send to people. Bill asks one thing, speaking of which, do any of you buy physical copies or games anymore? One second. 
No. By the way, Hergelman, that is a totally legitimate strategy. Tumble and dive? Yeah. Tumble and dive. Yep. That towers you. I love my digital copies. <laughs> I I like digital copies better, um, just because I have a lot of games. If I had physical copies of them, I would not have space. Because this is the other thing as well. If your hard drive goes down, a lot of the time, or you know, even if you're, if you get it on, let's say you have them on the cloud, and your internet goes down, potentially a lot of the time you can still play with this dead disk copies. Some digital ones, if you're on the cloud, you can't. Yeah, there's ups and downs. There's, there's pros and cons to both. The disc breaks, you're, you're shit out of luck. Yep, yeah. now you have to go shell out more. But that's only one one game you have to rebuy if your hard drive goes down. Buy a new yeah, hard drive and re-download? New hard drive. <laughs> and away you go again. Which is, in some cases, is a blessing in disguise, because you, you go through and find all of those things, and you're just like, why did I even have, like, this leftover file of, like, WoW 1.0 installed anyways? <laughs> so, blessing in disguise there. Um, so, yeah, loot boxes, still a thing. We can't we can't get away from the story, and I don't think we will ever get away from the story, uh, from this show. For... It'll, it'll overtake it once a different business model that is uh, slightly more effective comes out. Yeah. And then we'll have something else to, to complain about. Yep. Uh, so in the world, really, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> something to complain about. See, the problem with digital as well, and here's, here's the, the, the thing about digital copies. And yeah, I, yeah, I have to take in Matt Hatt's point. Games do go on sale quickly, dig digitally these days. But I still like my, dig my physical copies. Because it's there. It's a tangible thing in my hand. So I can go, now I can play this. Because if they look over, they're in sight again. When you when they go on digital, it's out of sight, out of mind, which is why I've got so many games that I, I can start next weekend for Game Blast. Oh, yeah. Because I'm looking through and going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't play that either. Why did I have that? Oh, it was free on Plus. <laughs> so, again, you've got your library there. You just forget about it and forget about it and forget about it and forget about it. I mean, also, I think James and I are coming from a PC gamer standpoint as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, we're very used to the digital copies. So that's That's been in uh, our our uh, field of view much longer than uh, than console. Yeah. And and, so the other, and the other thing, too, for me, is it's an, it's an ease thing. I mean, they've, they've made it a lot easier with consoles now. But, like, if I pre-buy a game that I'm going to play, for instance, if we look at when I bought Destiny 2, I pre-bought pre it. My computer installed it. It was ready to go at midnight, day one. I was able to just log right in, bang, go. There was no get the disc, wait in line, wait for the game to open, move it in, wait for it to ship through Amazon. I had it installed, ready to go, preloaded, two days ahead of time. It downloaded the day one patch, and then once the gates unlocked, I was in the game. Like that. It was just instantaneous. And there's something I like about that, just being able to go, go. That that's the other thing, though, isn't it? I mean, that that's the bonus about digital. 
and we had it last year with South Park when that came out, so I could immediately do a, a stream. It was there ready for me to go at midnight because of the preload. So in that respect, yeah, digital is much, much better than disc because it's immediately there for you. It's just the price of it. If really, if you day one, you have to pay over the odds of what you can go into a store and get. There is truth to that, Mad Hatter. The better is a pro, lot of truth. To the that. biggest pro is digital copies. You can't lend them to friends who lose them. <laughs> yep. Unless of course you let them. I let them do silly things like here. His PS4. My cow. Yeah. I have a. I have God of. I have a copy of God of War for the PlayStation Two, that was from somebody I knew in college. I don't talk to them ever again. I think they moved to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> got a copy of day. I got so I have God of War for the PlayStation Two. It's good, good news and bad news. So make sure it goes backwards compatible. There you go, you can play it. <laughs> I've already beaten it. That's just me. Yeah. So funny thing about all of this is that, like, if you if you listen to uh cd project reds uh in november adam kinski long way so so listen to this they're talking about loot crates here and this guy says conversation sounds like a nice way to be describing what's happening last year i'd rather call it community backlash this is from the this is from the head person of cd project red and this time around it it wasn't a hardcore community there were just a lot of really pissed off gamers out there to decide that decided to speak up where we stand it's quite simple you don't it's quite simple and you couldn't see it with your past releases mostly the witcher 3 and gwent you pay for the full price game you should get a big polished piece of content which gives you many hours of gameplay the definition of many varies title by title basis, but in our case, it was always 50 to 60 plus hours of main story with a couple of hundred of hours of side activities. If you really want Max to max up the title, to me, it is a fair deal. If you get you get what you pay for, plus you're always trying to do our best to over deliver. There's no better PR than a happy gamer recommending your title to their friends. He continues, there are additional, there is additional paid content for what we call expansions, not DLC, mind you, things that add add-ons the way the Baldur's Gate era. We released two expansions like that. Each of them were a meaningful piece of content delivering many hours of new story, gameplay, and then finally, there was DLCs. For us, small pieces of content would be available for free, and that was the case for Witcher 3. There, the above covers the full price title but there's also our free-to-play territory here we have gwent where you can buy card kegs with some variety of items again the deal is simple you can play the game for free craft cards you desire and collection this way or decide to spend money to get card kegs the choice is yours the only thing you pay for is time and convenience Infinsky emphasizes the transparency from developers that information about their game should be readily available to the players. Players can then make well-informed decisions about what to do with their money and if they want to play full-price games. Infinsky said that to get a numerous hours of gameplay and a significant amount of content for their cash. I think that sums up. Perfect. Pretty much, like on a on a nail on the head there. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's absolutely perfect. And he also said. When when it was on about having um, boxes in cyber, yeah, you know, in the, the the you know the cyberpunk game, they went yeah we'll leave the greed to others. They <clears throat> we've decided a big part of our lives to The Witcher, which means a lot to us. So you definitely 
once he has abandoned the universe. If you miss your favorite characters, give it to Gwen. If you're a Laura fan of storytelling, there's a throne breaking coming out in the near future. However, in terms of our big RPGs, it's time for Cyberpunk 2077. Which they've started hinting about, and it's like... Beep! Yep. And also, if, if you guys want to get super pumped for it, uh, I suggest watching Altered Carbon on Netflix. Yeah, people have been talking about this. I really should get get yeah, watching it. Should. But this is, it's also one of those things where if you watch it, turn your phone off, turn your PC off, and watch. Well, I, no played, distract. I played Football Manager, Wyatt, but that's just me hitting the space bar. <laughs> and just watching a movie and go like, pause, change, space, and then unpause. That sounds like a clicker game we've been playing, which could handily get us on to uh, what we've been playing this week. So if you guys don't mind, I'll go first. Go ahead. Cool. Because, um, yeah, uh, so my name is Mayo, yeah? Uh, I talked about it last week. And game. The, yes, fucking game. You guys, with your Mayo games. I I uh, saw my that I had my Vita right next to us, Um and so I turned on, wondering how much memory I had left. Memory card that was in there. And then I went on to the, my download list to see whether my name in there was by, which it was. And so I had enough space for my memory card and downloaded it. And then 39 minutes later, after I downloaded it, I had uh, my 44, the first platinum. <laughs> And you know, fifty other more trophies to go with my update, so which I'll be talking about in a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's it, it's a crazy clicker game, I know, but yeah, I, I even jokingly said to Geo, maybe it's PS3 as well. Those trophies are separate, and so I haven't looked yet, <laughs> but we are tempted <laughs> because we're cheap, we're cheap trophy horse these days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's only a pound, you know. It, it, you can see a jar of mayo in a bikini. Worse, far worse. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch Will play it, or if you want, watch Markiplier play it. Gina or... played it. Gina streamed it last week. Mm-hmm. Gio streamed it earlier today. <laughs> After he, oh, I was just looking to make to see how much it was and see whether I could have anything else on it. Well, it was in this in my in my checkout. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I can promise you with a hundred percent certainty, I will not be streaming that game. You say never now, and I will say never. Even if you buy it for me, I will gift it and send it to somebody else. <laughs> I, I will let you know that right now. And it ain't gonna be me. And it ain't gonna be Chris. It's gonna be you like. Even if we get to a thousand followers on Twitch, you wouldn't play that game. It'd, be a, it'd have to be a thousand subscribers on Twitch. <sighs> that's 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 the benchmark to watch me play a thirty-minute game about being Mayo. And if if we get a thousand subscribers, you know what I will do? I will invite Chris over, and we will sit here at my computer, and we will both voice act the entire game. Yep. So there you go, thousand subs. You, you a thousand subs, not followers. 
subs. I'm making a clear delineation here. There's four ni- four ninety nine ones and slash Twitch sub uh, Twitch Prime ones. I mean, if we if we make that much, I can actually just full time stream for Tig Whippies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll play anything you guys want me to. Yeah. No. It's, at that point, it, there, there's you guys have invested enough monetarily into this that I will. Uh, it makes sense. They, see, see, Tig Tig Whippy. Oh God. See, you didn't see Bill. There is a Tig Whippies da- Dream Daddy. It's the it's it's a it's the it's the, it's the gub gub boogles uh, jeb jeb boogles jeb jeb boogles the the wid- yeah gub the, gub boogles has had a full boyfriend yeah what if is yeah his widowful it was what his widower her I remember two hundred subscribers we doing the stream yeah it's it's on YouTube I if people want it I think I could find find it and um yeah you <laughs> post the link then we can send people to the YouTube channel even. YouTube channel yeah. sucks these days. <laughs> While I'm talking about, I uh, did the other usual stuff, you know, Kingdom Hearts 2.5, which, by the way, I re- I found out they had the Pirates of the Caribbean bit, which was based on the first movie, the story, they just planted Saw into it, and it has the worst impression of Johnny Depp playing Jack Sparrow I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> I was to go, what the shit is this? Literally, I could have tried to make a better job of it. You know, James, I would have got to employed you to do a better job of a Jack Sparrow impression. <laughs> because you could have done it. Probably. <laughs> we, we, I, I need we, a lot of rum, though. I'm sure we can provide that. I'm sure we can provide that for you. Uh, we're almost through Dying Light the following. We, we, we were trying to get down to the last proper um, main story quest for the following. Dying Light. Every time we tried side quest popped up and it branched off and it's like for fuck's sake would you just end side quest would you just please end uh so hopefully this weekend we shall complete it uh i did also try for streamwise the flame in the flood don't know have you, have you guys played this yet glad to this no i i saw that you had a thing i almost clicked it as used the vi- for the video in the opening but i chose to do something else that's cool. No, that's fine because I saw the Colossus one for the video, which is a very nice touch. Especially as a character. You know. <coughs> but yeah. um, Flame in the Flood is it's kind of like a survival game. Um, you start out, you know, you, you start out by a campfire, your little dog comes out, blah, blah, blah. And you get a raft and you start going down. It's like a, like a you know, river. A wild moving river. Really fast moving. And you can stop off at points for like camping you try and get some materials try and get some food and so yeah it's just, you have to try and survive 10 weeks and it's not a bad game i just don't think it's quite for me because i'm not really a survival game person as much oh that's my jam yeah it's right you, up my alley <laughs> you'd probably love it you probably really would love it punch and uh, trees punch and trees yeah. <laughs> punch trees yeah you also get like these big like pigs and that coming after you and so you have to it's it's really sort of random to get in terms of materials in each run so it's kind of roguelike in that respect um other bits of note i mean i did play more brick breaker tachyon project i played a bit more of completed ac assassin's creed oranges (laughs) did you pet the kitties 
I petted some kitties in the game. Yes. Good. That's kitties most that you you know a quality game if you can pet cats. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very nice. Very nice. Quality very quality nice. game. Ten out of ten would play again. Ten out of ten would uh, pet cat again. I did quite like the ending. Um, it 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 does set things up again for a bit more maybe between uh, Bayek, which sounds like a northern thing, albeit of an exclamation of oh, Bayek. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> they don't get much better from me, you know that. Yeah. Um, but I also completed my first run of Shadow of the Colossus. And this is the only other bit I'll talk about. Well, apart from Monster Hunter. Um, but, yeah. Wow, what a kick in the balls the end of Shadow of the Colossus is. It's Stratham. Welcome to, welcome to Heat Seat. Welcome. Glad to see you. And yeah, you go from getting kicked in the balls to just continuing being kicked in the balls because Dark Souls. Yeah. It's, it, did you I, not realize I did that? <laughs> I, I, I was watching it. I'm like, is, this is Dark Souls 3, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's it when you know you're using it. It's because he's winning. <laughs> <laughs> Air quotes. Air quotes on that winning. Does, any, does anybody ever win? Dark Souls, really? No, you just do a little better each time. Mm -hmm. And you get out barely surviving. Hi, Stratham, how you doing? But yeah, so I do love the way the, the monsters, you know, the colossi, plural of them, are set up. So it's not exactly the same way of tackling them every time. And you can see how big the world is, because there's a lot of time you just wander around going, right direction what's going on here oh that looks nice i'll go would you go in the right direction and it is so so brilliant i i am so happy i played it um <laughs> will i eventually go back in and, and try and stream some of it possibly i don't I don't um but then finally the only other one of note i'll say uh because i any other one i really got it got a bit of play into was monster hunter world well uh i named my palico uh, for you British people out there, his name is Whisker for Biggins. Which, if you, if you don't know who, don't know that pun, you know, you, unfortunately, you're not British. You know, there's a there's a guy over here. You you'll understand it. But yeah. Um, and I, I played through the first first big monster fight, and I I don't feel it at the moment because I I, I got partially bombarded with tutorial. After tutorial, after tutorial, one look on this, and I'm just like, I don't necessarily enjoy this yet, so I'm going to have to try and play more over the weekend, and I know Michael Patterson has it, and I know Carl said he'd come and jump in and give us a, a bit, you know, a hand on it, so I'm going to have to see whether it'll make my enjoyment actually kick into this. But yeah, it's like, so I think the best big game I've played this week so far, Definitely be Shadow Horses. That's all I've been playing. Who wants to go next? Chris, what are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Dark Souls. <laughs> and a lot of it. I uh, fucked. Oh shit. I fucked up. Ah, oh, fuck. You're going, everyone's going to see that now. Um, I fucked up my build on run one. And now I fucked it up again. But I fucked it up slightly less. So it's redeemable. 
And now, I'm fighting Aldrich Devourer of Gods over and over again with the same guy. Nope. 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 Oh, so this is live gameplay as this we speak. This is live gameplay. This is as we speak. Yeah, no. He Congrats, everybody. You get to see me playing game live here now. Right now, here. Yeah. Because the, game, the game's not going to play itself, so... It's... No, so I'm going to play it. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on. Um, but yeah, no, I've been I've been enjoying it. Dark Souls Three is actually enjoyable. It solved all of the problems that Dark Souls One had. Um, it is, yes. Um, it it feels good playing. It controls well, and it is. Well, hi. Yeah, I'm just bad. That's all. Um, hi, Kura. Uh, she whispered Dancer Hello. of the Boreal Valley into my ear. Um, <laughs> Dancer, <laughs> Dancer of the Dancer Valley. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's pretty much every other thing. I've been playing a little bit of... Every now and then I pick up a little bit of uh, Heroes of the Storm, but... You know, I've, I've just... I've really been focusing on this because it's been a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it. And I'm... Um, I want to beat it. I've only gotten halfway through the game. So... It's a, it's a long game, though. Um, Dark Souls 2 was a little bit shorter from... Uh, a little bit longer than Dark Souls 1. Dark Souls 1 was... It felt like a much faster game. Um, but this one, it's... There's just so much. There's there's much. There's mucho. And I, I'm visiting places. Anyone who's played Dark Souls 1, I think y'all remember this. Remember this little place? Remember those uh, rafters over there and weep. Uh, but you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to. Well, I mean, Bloodborne was a fairly big game, but yeah, when you when you watch someone like um, Jesus hears Toast play and they do it in about an hour and a half, you go, "You know how?" In AGDQ, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he still does it. I've seen his thing. I've seen... He does it every so often. I never played uh, record. I never played Demon Souls, and I haven't played Bloodborne because I don't have a console, and it's a console exclusive so far. Um, same with Demon Souls, but uh, Demon Souls is harder because of a lot of issues. It's also a much earlier version of the games. Um, but uh, Dark Souls Three cleaned up a lot of the mechanics. Um, Things aren't so, like, abstract and out of the fucking left field. Uh, the weapons kind of make sense, with the exception of uh, one pretty badass set that I don't even know if I can use properly, if I can even use their thing. Um, so I'm going to see if I can do that. Oh, yeah! I can still do it. It'll do no damage. But, like, other than this weapon, all the movesets are pretty... Uh, Pretty normal. I mean, Demon Souls was where it all started for this. Yeah. Really, and it was. It was the thing. Was it was like it was a. It was. A, it wasn't a hugely well game, especially over here. And the, I mean, the only reason I heard about Demon Souls was uh, Mark Singer from PS Nation podcast was on about it. And there was a, a site over here that was, you know, it, it imported them in. So I thought, I'm gonna have to try this. And yeah, it was balls nasty hard for me at the time. And, you know, again, that's where that elation came from. There was one mouth that really took off. That's where, you know, why we've got them now. 
And as John and Bob says, it's like it definitely is an acquired taste because you have some people who absolutely fucking hate it. Yeah, like I, I despise Dark Souls two and Dark Souls one. I have a very, very, I. It's not a good game. Dark Souls one is bad. Um, and it's I, the remaster. If they fix what if they fix what's wrong with it, then yeah, no, that's fine. Um. But uh, Dark Souls One, as it stood, ah fuck, uh, was just genuinely poorly made. Um, it was unfinished. It was unpolished. It just wasn't. It wasn't ready for its release. That's a seven. Come for me now. Okay, uh, is that all you've been playing, mate? Uh, yeah. Listen, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on my voice connection on Discord. It's not it's your fault. It's just it, it drops uh, drops every once in a while. Ah, uh, I okay, I, I, I like to think that you're just swearing and we're just bleeping it out in post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 just that's just because we have a post. We have post. We do have yeah, post now. We we absolutely do have post now because I <laughs> fucking did it. That's what you've been playing, James. What you've been playing, my Podcast editing simulator. I edited the show, uploaded it all, spammed it all out, warned everybody I was spamming it all out, and thank you all for whoever have listened to watch it. All the audio's up. So, there it is. Nobody complain about it. It's done. I may start doing it more frequently because. But. So, hi everybody. I'm James. Uh, given my normal things here, we're probably going to talk about Football Manager for the next five minutes. So thanks for all of you who did come today. I'm really happy that you are here. Uh, <laughs> it is a pleasure. Uh, and for those of you who don't want to hear about Football Manager for the next five minutes or so, I completely understand if you want to end the show, if you want to leave it here. Um, we will just be going out with the opening that we came in with just because. So thank you all that. That being said, hi, all of you who'd like to hear about this. It is. Let's see if it actually works. Is it going to work? I got to really make a thing for that. If you heard it, cool. If not, uh, yeah, we're going to talk Corby Town. Yay, Corby Town. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it relatively <laughs> brief for me. Um, we finished our first season in the Premier League. We were supposed to finish one spot above the relegation zone. Does anybody else want to guess where we finished in the league? Uh, seventh. Good thought. But no. Anybody else want to think about where we finished? I'm looking in chat. I know they're probably like 10 seconds behind. Two spots above relegation. No. <laughs> we actually were not in a relegation fight this year. 15th? No. Fifth. We made the Europa oh. League. We, yeah, fifth. We we were uh, we were in the we made it into the Europa, uh, Europa League for this year. Uh, we totally it was basically like Manchester, Chelsea, Manchester City, Manchester United, all at like eighty plus points, and then there's the rest of us. So, uh, the board looked at me and said, "Hey, that's awesome. Here's ninety six million pounds to go out and spend." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh that's a bad idea." <laughs> this is FM eighteen. Yes, this is this is the Corby Town story where we have taken Corby Town FC and we have 
over eight years, and I think we're in, we're in the year 2025-2026 season. Um, we have made it in, um, and we have started. So I spent all 96 million pounds of our budget, trade transfer budget, then asked, because mind you, I had made them over 136 million pounds last year. Because our overhead was nothing. So they just, our, our, our average income a week was, our average loss a week was a, a million pounds. Our average income was 2.5 million pounds. We're making 2.5 million pounds a week. It was That'd be st- nice. Stupid, stupid <laughs> money. Just stupid money. Yeah, so I went out and bought pretty much all the best young players I could. Moved on some of our older ones. Uh, Christian Erickson is no longer in the side anymore. He was kind of oh. a one and done, but we made a profit on him and sold him to Juventus. So good news there. Um, and now we're in the uh, and we started our next season. Uh, we're expected to be a a uh, top four team this year. They want us to be a Champions League qualification team. Uh, we are about October in the season now, currently. And um, yeah, so anyways, uh, we we spent ninety six million pounds on on stuff. Uh, I asked the board for more money. They gave me another hundred million pounds. I spent that. So I spent about two hundred million pounds in the transfer bud transfer window this year, bringing in just young. Basically, I brought in young Brazilian players because they're really good. That's just just how the game works. They just Brazil just has all the good young talent, and I'm bringing them in early enough that I hopefully they get um. They take on English citizenship, so I don't have to worry about them being foreign players because of fucking Brexit. <laughs> Do they sell Estes at the off-license? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. How much did you donate to charity, you monster? Hey, we don't. you know how we donate to... Well, I will tell you this much. Do you know how much it is to, play, to go see Corby Town play right now? It's 30 pounds to see Premier League soccer football at Corby Town at Breviera Stadium. It's 30 pounds. So think about that. You can see Chelsea playing Corby for 30 pounds. How much is a ticket to see them play at wherever the hell Chelsea plays right now? I don't remember their stadium. Stanford Bridge. I, I was at Stanford Bridge, but I just was being indignant. Um, <laughs> it's probably like 115 pounds. And even then, you're in, you're in the away corner. We we cater to a family. We're, we're very family oriented in Corby Town. We don't shun anybody away. We're very respectful to everybody. Our greatest supporter, Kim Braviera, is the the park is named after her. I mean, we and so all the money that the main revenue we're getting is from the Premier League. They're giving us TV money. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, we we're, we're supposed to make ninety two million pounds from TV money this year. So, in a sense that we don't give to charity, in the sense that we had um, we just we take that money, we use that for the overhead running of the team, and then we keep our prices low so that anybody can come and watch a game. Uh, everybody, uh, the teams we changed the kit uniforms now, so the kit's different. We're no longer black and white and all white. We're we're now red and blue and red and white, uh, more more to, more akin to the Tigwhippies colors. Um, we're still the Steelmen, but we're we're looking. I'm I'm trying to push for the board to give us an expansion this year, make the make the park bigger because we're only at twelve thousand people. 
we want to have more people come in because more people should experience the amazingness that is Corby Town FC. Um, so yeah, basically we have a, uh, a we're in fourth place in the league right now, and at the end of October, we've won all of our group games in the Europa League. We never lost a game. Just never lost a game. We we played um a Turkish side as our first game. Like oh my god, here's the first time in Turkey. What are they gonna be like? We played that. We beat them uh, eight nothing away from home. <laughs> And we're just, I'm just sitting there going like, I'm playing my B-side. I played the backups. Because we were playing Tottenham next week. And like Wednesday. So I was like, I gotta play the backups. And we just try, like, well, what happens if I play the good people? Anyways. We're doing good. I've spent all of our money. We have no money to spend. Uh, so we're just waiting on that, on that Premier League cash to come in. And goal is, fourth place, top four finish. Make it to Europe. Make it to the Champions League. If we don't do it, we're going to win the Europa League because that's what the board wants us to do. So that is the Corby Town report. Uh, we have basically our core team now, which is uh, of course Lewis Campbell and Jason B, our two Corby Town homebred guys in the middle, surrounded by a bunch of Brazilians who can kick the ball all over, up and down the field, and score goals. Ah, those plastic jocks. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey we have a Slo- we have a slovakian backup striker named hulk he's slovakian and he's good he's fast he can't shoot for crap but he can run real quick <laughs> <laughs> we just tell him you run at the defense we'll just hoof the ball to you and you just you just kind of go kick just kick it what do i do about the thing is we didn't even send him on an english language course so he doesn't even know how to speak english <laughs> So I just like just imagine him just like what do what go what just run that way and just run. And the worst part is remember because we we sent some people on language courses so you've got like our 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 two wingers who are Brazilian our our back our our two midfielders who are English we have a French and a Spanish player in center back and a Belgium and a English player on our wings for defensive wingers. Just just think about that. Nobody in the attack sense can talk to each other because the wingers are learning English because they're new to the country. Everybody's new to the country. The Slovakian is learning English. So nobody can learn English. So nobody can talk to each other. So it's like, how do they even pass the ball around? It's just like, I did, I did, just complex hand signals. That's what we're thinking about. I'm just thinking, oh God, they're, they're learning English in Korea. <laughs> yeah imagine that we're they're, they're learning english in corby i just imagine in the meantime i'm running so you're around. saying they're not learning english <laughs> yeah they're <laughs> because it's like you know you they probably go up to someone tap them on the shoulder and go excuse me uh can you lend me a quid or smock you out of <laughs> so, fuck. yeah so I imagine we just have complex signs that we hold up on the sidelines. That's what I do with all the subs. Is it just like, instead of like running up and down the side of the pitch, to like, if I want them to do something different tactically, I just have the subs go running out with like signs of something. So that they can all look and go, oh, triangle. We know what to do with triangle. But yeah, so boom, done. That is, uh, that's Corby Town. Uh, you'll be seeing more of them soon because... I'm having way too much fun with that save. Also, is that all you've been playing lately? 
Uh, no, actually, I have been playing The Witcher 3, which I have gotten all the DLC for and started playing a bit of, which is very nice. Uh, I have also downloaded the Rise and Fall expansion for Civilization VI. Uh, and have been playing that because uh, most of my life can only exist in turn er, in turn-based strategy games. Because if I do anything else, I can't. I play it for five minutes and have to walk away to go fix something. So turn-based strategy games are my life. Uh, I have Monster Hunter World. I played about twenty minutes of that recently. That's about it. I downloaded Rift because Chris. Oh, uh, I was just uh, talking about housing things today for rift okay yeah so i may be joining him on that and then we have D D tomorrow nice uh and if you currently go to i think if she's still streaming she's actually uh ulysses is mm -hmm. actually drawing my dungeons and dragons character as we speak uh which i am super pumped about uh i can't I cannot lie um it's like like liking big butts as well yeah yeah, exactly. Well, she asked me how to describe him. I just said, just take Cullen from Assassin's Creed Inquisition and put a beard on him and make him like totally blonde haired and blue eyed. And that's him. And she's like, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, also, so... Kingdom Come Deliverance. That's something we should talk about. <clears throat> I haven't played yes. it. I haven't Neither have I. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, Co Carnage has been playing it. He has about 30 hours into it, all available on his YouTube. He's also a great streamer and a nice person. You should watch it. Uh, it's also about being a peasant in Bohemia and during the Holy Roman Empire. I've learned that you can get jailed in it for punching a cow. Yes. <laughs> you can get jailed for, for shooting animals because it's considered poaching on the king's land. You can get jailed for drinking with a priest. Yes, you can. You can get jailed for trying to kick the uh, <laughs> tried to kick the Lord out of his own alehouse. So it, it just sounds so in depth. I, I need to get this game, but I, I hope it's better for me than Skyrim was because, again, with the motion sickness of first person view, if it's over, if you get over in comfort of it possibly knock me silly it's it's pretty it's pretty okay especially if you get it on pc the you can change around the way the fov is yeah um so that works there's uh yeah sounds like a perfect world it is uh, there was a little bit of controversy which me and shadow were talking about in the discord earlier today um yeah the the little bit of controversy was is that people were saying that there's nobody of color in the game it's the middle of europe it's bohemia that's about as i he doesn't get it's bohemia during the holy roman empire when hungary invaded bohemia so it would be understandable if they had some turkish traders or also some turkish mercenaries because that's kind of who they're using in the invasion point during this time it makes sense so you see people with some darker complexions but there wouldn't really be anybody of african descent there because it's bohemia And this is pre finding the Moroccan slave trades. True, it is. It's very much. It's it's during Sig the Sigmundson War. It's after the death of the first king of the of the first emperor of the Holy Roman Empire. So, so it's. But Billy just said he has some serious about it. So what is it? What what are your qualms, sir? Tell us. Let us, let us share. Let us have a discussion. There, I know Shadow's discussion was there's no crossbows. <laughs> That's, you know, that's fair. 
These should be. They should be there. Although to be fair, crossbows are for military. Are you playing as a peasant for? You're playing as a peasant who goes into the Lord's service at one point. So yes, okay. uh, but I don't think there was any way for. Now the glitches uh, they were on about. Now the de developers are aware of this, and they said within the next two weeks there will be a patch coming out for some of them at least. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no, Bill. Yeah, of course. They're all speaking English. That's a problem. <laughs> that that is that is a major problem. Um, the Witcher free. The Witcher's in Poland. <laughs> Number one, it's Polish. I should get that otherwise. Not Bohemia. So, Close. So why is it Yorkshire accent? Or some no, that's even. If it's in Poland, then goodness. Not even the worst. Unity. Assassin's Creed Unity. Paris, Napoleonic Wars, and it all class. <laughs> I got I got some bits on the street. Do I do I need to go into like my thing? Les Misérables. It is <clears throat> two two instances. They have an Australian singing in a British accent about the French Civil War. <laughs> and did anybody see the movie? Who heard? Gavroche, hello there, hello there, Gov. My name's Gavroche. This is me and all my friends. That yeah, that's Filmed not too far away from me. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's that sounds real French there. Yeah, totally French. It's the most French. It's yeah. the most French. Could not tell what you were saying. It was so French. I've got to hit you, you flaming galah. So th <laughs> this obviously is coming from the world of I. I don't. Who did this? Is this a um? Who did develop the game? I know it's a small group of developers who kickstarted it and it came out, which is, by the way, probably one of the best looking kickstarted games I've seen. But if if they're American, I'm going to defend why everybody has an accent. Thank you for the follow. Thank you. Good night, FemFox. And if you're not already following FemFox, give her a follow on Twitch.tv. You should just like go down the list of everybody who's in here right now and just follow them. Yeah. And maybe they'll be nice enough to actually, you know, um, uh, hit that subscribe button to help us get to one thousand subs. So, you know, we can get uh, James get his clicker finger going. With my and if mail. you, uh, if you desperately love us and want to see some streams uh, more from from what's going on in the behind the scenes right here, uh, you can. Also, toss a few bucks towards me so that I can get a laptop that can play this game for all of you. Truth. Truth. <sighs> but see, if when going back to the Kingdom Come thing, and mainly going back to even like the Lay Miz thing, mm -hmm. I believe they're coming from the dated, the dated film view is they're foreign. Let's just give them an English accent. <laughs> Surely that read their villains. Let's give them an English accent. What if you're playing James Bond? You need to give them a Russian accent if they're the villain. Yes. Yeah, there's some La weird lavish base some weird stages um, in film where the accents of villains will actually tell you what era the film is from. Mm -hmm. It's really quite fun. So the Italian job. Michael Caine one. Michael Kane. So, ha, you're ha, not sitting at the back. You're not having a migraine. You're, you're, 
<laughs> Michael Kine. You know how I choose a film as Michael Kine? I look. I can't even do a Michael Kane. I can just do his name. Just Michael Kane. That's it. I don't do a good Michael Kane. I do. I have. So I am a man of bad accents. That is not one of them. <laughs> well, uh, so is that everything you played, Matey? Yeah. And a little cool. extra. Because we've got a couple bits to go through before we get to the shout outs. Uh, it's, it's time for Geo and road to 10k trophy i don't have a sound effect for this da 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 no i did have a finger of an animation to make well i'll discuss that after the show uh so yeah so last week uh yeah was on 2385 trophies two so it's ten thousand i was on 952 this week after a shit ton of trophies on both sides my name is mayo <clears throat> uh, Geo now has uh, 2,257 trophies left, so he's got 130 trophies this week, which is fucking huge. Uh, I am down now to 876. So the gap is still there, but it is starting to close now. Starting to close. Uh, so, yeah, so that's that's Trophy Watch, uh, the road to 10k, which, by the way, the loser of this. Yeah, gets has to stream one hour of a game that the winner picks from the library of games that user has. Oh, okay, so it has to be something they already have. Okay. It has to be something they already have. They don't. They don't <laughs> buy it. No, buy it. no, because well, that would be bad. If the winner wants to buy the game to give to the loser, <laughs> so they have it in their library, then make them play it. That is still in the rules, I believe. It should work that way, but yeah, it's it is in their library. They, they, the winner gets to pick for one hour. It would straight. be it would be really interesting if if suddenly Barbie Riding Time Adventure showed up in Will's library, huh? <laughs> yeah, because that's a good point. Because I only have from Geo his PS4 collection. <laughs> Geo Weak. from Geo has Steam, Xbox. PlayStation in my collection to look at the games. It's like shit. Shit. It's quite a lot. Which also leads me on to the other forfeit. Uh, game 18, because it's next weekend. And during the podcast next week, I will be starting in my 24 hour run. So we're doing a simulcast of my stream. Podcast. I can, I can, I can do. I think because of what we just did here, I can mm. I, I might be able to do what I'm doing with Chris. Is we might be able to show your stream in the mm. background, background while we're streaming the show, so we can have streamception. I like this. I like this idea. I don't know I do what like it. Stream. I don't know how Twitch guidelines will feel about it, but I think as long as I have your okay as the content provider providing the stream content to me, yeah. And it'll be on Twitch anyway, so that'll be fine. Because it's not going to... It's not going to show a live broadcast of me on somewhere else like YouTube. So no. that'll be fine. No. So they'll be okay with that. Yeah. So yeah, so the games I'm looking at playing... uh Game Blast. Night Bill is 10 Second Ninja, Abzu, Beyond Eyes, Bound, Ether One. Trying to go through Human Fall Flat in one go to try and get that trophy. White Knight and then Plus Plus. Now, if P 
people want to donate and we we pass 500 pounds we'll take all of those and chuck them to one side and we'll play Fortnite with people on the ps4 uh the other bit we'll do is if we hit a thousand then it will be um we i will play kung fu panda if we hit two and a half thousand pounds i will have to platinum it not on the stream as such but i will have to platinum kung fu panda and i have to play kung fu panda for about an hour in that final hour so yes next friday night midnight uk time to saturday night uk time uh midnight uk time game blast for special join us donate have fun keep me going and have a laugh uh so that's it's just down to shout outs then really okay mm-hmm. i do have two shout outs and i'm having two shout outs right now that i uh we need to we need to help some fellow streamers out right here, and this is what yes. we're gonna do. All right, I'm calling on all of you in our chat. This is Ulysses. She's drawing my D and D character right now. She has 35 follows away from 50 to get her affiliate. If we could really help push her towards the edge and push her over, that would be amazing. Also, I have another friend. Uh, I'm trying to pull her up right now. Uh, Palaznan, Palazim. You know who it is. Polo and Sam. Polo and Sam. Thank you, Chris. Who is two, two followers away from 50 and affiliate. So, that's, that, that, come, come on. We can, we can really get that going. And I just can't get, uh, oh, that's because I'm actually on her page right now. But why am I, <laughs> I'm not on her page. Weird. I'm, trying to find the link for it right now people uh, both for- of them are members of my uh monthly D campaign lovely people and just a blast to hang out with too they are i spent i was hanging out with them all day today uh while i was creating the wonderful inc- intro that you all just saw earlier today is she still streaming? If she's still streaming, which I think she is, Ulysses is streaming. We'll just right do a raid. Now. We'll just do a raid. Okay, yeah. we'll just raid her then. Yep. So, everybody else have anything else need to say? Any other shout outs besides from what I just did? Because we really uh, apart from people in the chat. In the chat, no, not really. I shall see everyone next week. All for um, Shout out to our subscribers and Kim, our executive producer. <laughs> Uh, and we will, uh, I think, do you want to go out in the way we came in? Yep, let's do that. But we should go out the way we came in. Enjoy this for a little bit, guys. We're going to go raid her. All right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and we shall catch you all next week. You should see us all on stream throughout the weekend. Yeah, good night. Good night, everybody.
Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. You've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor. And buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and all that was real is left behind. Don't fight it, it's coming for you, running at you. It's only this moment, don't care what can gather. Y'all feel a dream, can't you see getting closer? Just surrender, cause you feel the feeling taking over. It's fire, it's freedom, it's flooding.